0: Pickleball Rocks is the world leader in pickleball apparel. Click the link in the show notes and visit pickleballrocks.com. From Bainbridge Island to the villages, Toledo to Tokyo, Dallas to Dublin, it is the number one rated pickleball podcast in the world. It's The Pickleball Show with Chris Allen, coming to you from Asheville, North Carolina. It was cold here this week in Asheville. We just uh, went from like the low in the 60s just automatically overnight. Boom, low 29 tonight and then low 31 the next night. Every year when that happens, I always like to uh, touch base with my friend Mark Rennison, who's up in Collingwood, Ontario, Canada, because he makes me feel so much better. From ThirdShotSports.com, one of the world's best coaches, Mark Rennison. Hey, Mark.
1: Sorry, Chris, I can't hear you through the, uh, the earmuffs.
0: <laughs> That's what I need, because I start feeling bad about getting cold. And uh, Mark always cheers me up by telling me these wretched stories of how cold it is up there right now. In, well, uh, I'll, tell
1: you, I'll tell you, Chris, it's not too bad right now. We're still, uh, we're still in mid-October, but I was picking up my mother from the airport yeah. uh, in Toronto this morning and uh, on the way back. I had to get the wipers going pretty vigorously because we had a little snowstorm come through, but uh, it's not too bad yet. All right. I'll
0: have to check back in with you in a couple of weeks here. You made me feel a little (laughs) bit better. Well, the other thing, the other reason I always want to check in with you uh, at this time of year is to find out what your daughter Cecily is going as this Halloween. And people always say, wow, you have a, a really uncanny memory, Chris. I remember last year she went as a ghost and it wasn't just a ghost. She was a friendly ghost, not a scary ghost. Do you remember That's that? Right. That's
1: right. I can't believe
0: you remember that. Yeah, she
1: was a, a friendly ghost. And uh, this year, I don't know how many of your listeners uh, have four-year-olds, but one of the uh, the major trends this year amongst the four-year-olds are unicorns. And so, Sess is going to be going out. My mother brought this beautiful unicorn costume, uh-huh. and uh, it's got the horn and the wings and the rainbows, and uh, she will be decked out as I'm sure it will be a friendly unicorn.
0: Not those scary unicorns. We don't need any more of those. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> well, that is awesome. I know that's a really special time. And more congratulations to you on the way for uh, young, I guess, future national champion, Owen Renneson. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I've got to correct you, Chris.
1: Uh, his last name is not Renneson. Oh, Okay. I know. So, um, my last name is a hybrid of my parents. My dad was Renneberg. My mom is Robertson. They combined the two, and my sister and I are Renison. My wife and I have continued that tradition. So, her last name is Clement Hagen. Mine is Renison. And so, both of our kids are called Renehagen.
0: Oh, wow. That's interesting.
1: Uh huh. So, yeah, baby Owen Renehagen is uh, seven weeks old this week. And he, I know you were going to ask, is going for Halloween as a narwhal.
0: Cool! You've got the whole uh, one one horn coming out the head thing. You've, just, nice. you're, you've got nice. the market cornered <laughs> one, on those. Yeah, one has a horn, one has a tusk. Um, <laughs> but uh, my
1: my mom came with a narwhal costume and a unicorn costume. The narwh- narwhals are really big in the uh, the seven to eight week old set right now. <laughs>
0: It's just narwhal central. You can't, yeah, you can't throw a stick in a maternity ward without hitting a narwhal.
1: <laughs> that's right. <that's an> <laughs>
0: Well, in addition to Owen, uh, I wanted to to get you on the show to talk about another uh, baby of yours, a pickleball project that you've had going for a while, a massive undertaking. You've uh, just launched it and it's really something. It's called Pickleball Coaching International. And I wanted to get you to to help me wade through some of these emails that I got regarding last night's opinion poll on Pickleball News. We had a complete this sentence poll. I would play more tournaments if, when we come back, it's the Pickleball Show show. Sorry. Find out for yourself why almost half the medals awarded in the pro division of this year's U.S. Open were won using an Engage paddle. To really get what makes Engage the best, you need to walk onto the court with one. Go to EngagePB.com and try any paddle risk-free for 30 days. You're guaranteed to play with more power and more control than you've ever experienced before. Or simply return it for a full refund. Engage will even cover the shipping. Play better, have more fun, and take your place on the medal stand. Go to engagepb.com. Thank you for listening to The Pickleball Show, the official podcast of Pickleball News. Head over to pickleballnews.com. Make sure you are getting our absolutely free email. Keeps you up to date on all the pickleball tournaments, latest happenings, uh, deals, discounts, ratings, reviews, and a whole lot more. That's pickleballnews.com. Here with Mark Rennison, one of the world's greatest coaches. He is of thirdshotsports.com, and you want to definitely be on Mark's email newsletter as well. He's got a bunch of exciting things happening, whether you're a player or a lot of players are transitioning more into that coaching role and not, you know, they're not saying, well, I'm going to tour the world as a pickleball coach. They're just saying, well, in my in my local area, I can help spread the word and, and grow the game by being a coach to people uh, in my local area. Mark's got a great new resource, which is called Pickleball Coaching International, PCI. When did you come up with this idea, Mark? Oh man, PCI uh, it actually had a start a long time ago. I don't know if you
1: remember this on your show where I announced that we were going to do something um, along the certification lines. Pickleball Coaching International is not a certification program. There's others out there that currently exist, but the emails I was getting from people, the Facebook messages, The text messages were from instructors who were either instructing on a part-time basis or a volunteer basis, even some who were trying to make a living at it, who were looking for more resources than they currently had, even if they had gone through a certification process. So having been involved with coaching for more than 20 years now, having been involved with coaching education for a good part of that, we realized that that was the opportunity there is to not worry about certifying instructors and coaches, but in educating them. And so Pickleball Coaching International is an online resource. You don't have to travel anywhere. There's no test you have to take or exam you have to write. It's really about helping people instruct more effectively than they currently do now.
0: So this will really help anybody who either they uh, want to be an instructor or a coach or it's just sort of fallen to them and their local club to be that person. This is designed for them?
1: Yeah, we really try to keep it as broad as possible. So a lot of our members currently, they're people who let's say they are a local ambassador, whether it's an official ambassador through the USAPA or just sort of the de facto ambassador in their region. And maybe they volunteer at their local community center or YMCA, or maybe they're the ones who are out there every morning who, when new people come by, walking by the courts and want to learn pickleball, they're the ones who end up teaching them, who end up introducing it. What we provide is sort of a framework, a way to systematically introduce the game to new players, but also help current players, 2.0, 2.5, 3.0, even 3.5 players develop. So you don't have to be an expert coach. In fact, in a lot of cases, the the feedback we've had, the people this is most effective for, are those who are doing some, some coaching here and there on the side, either paid or not and who really just want a way to have a little more guidance and support so they're clear on what they're doing and
0: why. You gave me a sneak peek when it launched and you've got a ton of videos in there. You've got lesson plans, lots of stuff. We've got more than 70 videos. They're not available anywhere
1: else. I got some help from people like Sarah Yates Parker and from Abby David, who we use sort of as players in a lot of the videos, but we also have other things. We've got case studies. So there's a whole bunch of common problems that instructors will face when they're on the court. How do you manage it if you've got five people in a Less than just one court, or if you've got seven people on two courts. One of the most important ones that people like is we've got the opportunity for people to get liability insurance. So Ooh. even if, you know, even if you don't like this Mark Renison guy and what he, uh, <laughs> what he thinks about coaching pickleball, but you're looking to get some liability insurance for 149 bucks for the entire year, we think that's pretty good value.
0: Wow. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, doing the pickleball summit events and everything, I would always have to have that. And I can tell you firsthand, that is an awesome deal. If people want more information, they go to pickleballcoachinginternational.com. All right. And we'll link to it in the show notes, of course. And if you are a Pickleball News reader, Mark has been kind enough to offer a special discount code. I will put that in the uh, latest Pickleball News email that comes out. So uh, there'll be a discount in there for you as well. And uh, head over to Pickleball Coaching International. Learn more. Kudos to you for making it happen.
1: Thanks. It's It's been a labor of love. It's definitely um, taken some time, but uh, our team has worked really hard on it, and I'm proud of it.
0: We did an opinion poll on Pickleball News last night. It was called, I Would Play More Tournaments If... And then you had to pick which one of these things sort of keeps you away from playing tournaments. Because a lot of people say that tournaments are the driving force behind Pickleball's popularity. You know, but there's a lot of players who rarely participate in them. So I wanted to see, like, what's the number one reason for for you staying home when you see a new tournament advertised? So let me go over here and click on, we go to Pickleball News, and then we click on Opinion. And it pops up and we'll see where we are here. The poll is just closing now. And let's see, I would play more tournaments if number one, with 37% of the vote, I could compete against more people my own age. Let's see, number two, at 29%, I would play more tournaments if I didn't have to drive and fly so far. Right behind that 19%, I would play more tournaments if the entry fees were less expensive. And then at 10%, If the bracket started on time and ran on schedule and then bottom of the barrel i would play more tournaments if they were indoors with no chance of getting a rain out
1: i found it really interesting that the majority of the people the number one reason was playing against people
0: your own age. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I didn't expect that one to maybe be the winner. But let me look at uh, some opinions here and some people that wrote in. Uh, We've got Wendy in Arizona. She wrote in and she said, uh, one option that prevents players from participating is space. In order to even play in a tournament in our area, you have to register within minutes of the registration opening. And even when I do get in, I get put on the wait list. It's crazy how so it becomes a bit of a contest about who's got the fastest
1: fingers or the best typing skills or mm-hmm. who's able to get a spouse or a friend on another computer at the same time. So be trying to get? You're right. It's wild how those, for those big tournaments, how that's the way that it pans out. But this is what happens when we've got a supply and demand issue. It's a real problem.
0: Yeah. We'll look at some more email here and get some playing tips from Third Shot Sports' Mark Renneson when we come back. It's the Pickleball Show. I'm out, baby! Yeah! Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and pickleball players. In fact, over half of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. Just as good drivers save money on their car insurance, people who live an active lifestyle should save money on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash pickleball and see if you qualify. That's healthiq.com slash pickleball. You'll find a link in the show notes, healthiq.com slash pickleball. See how much Health IQ can save you. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Show. This is Chris Allen. I am here with my friend Mark Rennison of ThirdShotSports.com. Head over there. Make sure you're getting Mark's email. Uh, His YouTube channel is legendary. I I remember we did the show where we celebrated you getting a million views, but I think you've gone over two million views now, haven't you?
1: I still can't believe it. It keeps happening. People let me know, and
0: yeah, two million now. That's awesome. You can find all that information at thirdshotsports.com. We were looking over some emails that came in uh, regarding last night's opinion poll, and it was complete. This sentence: I would play more tournaments if. And uh, some people found that their choice was not on the list. We had a you know pick one out of this list of five. Al wrote in. He said, "I would like to have the Durafast Forty ball as the tournament ball. Every tournament." I'd to go to uh it's stupid playing with another ball uh let's see <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should make the Durafast the official ball for all tournaments and they should stop trying to force us to use other junk
1: you know what i think is important is that tournament directors are transparent about which ball is going to be used and to do that well in advance i think that is a fair request and so if someone like your listener says no i only played Durafast, and that's it to go to a tournament and then be surprised or to have entered the tournament not knowing and then it's sort of sprung on them that it's some other kind of ball i think that's i think it's reasonable to expect that they like you know.
0: Do you have a favorite?
1: You know what? The, the Dura Fast is the ball that you see at most of the big tournaments. Uh, the pros typically like playing with that kind of ball partly because it provides more challenge right the bounce is typically lower than some of the other balls especially as things warm up the bog softens a little bit and it really sort of separates the wheat from the chaff but uh you know there's a number of good balls out there franklin i know is making a real play and you're seeing them i just did the commentary at the las vegas pickleball open and franklin was the official ball there you know the market's changing
0: Uh, Let's see. Another email came in. Couldn't disagree more. Tournaments are stunting Pickleball's growth. Take a look at the USTA's model. Once they started putting their resources into local league play, their membership took off. I have no idea about the USTA model. Um, Do you have any experience with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, USTA leagues are incredible. People like it. I've got lots of tennis friends who they love playing as part of a team. They travel as a team. There's a social aspect to that as well. And I know certain elements, certain pickleball clubs do that kind of team format, but I don't think it's one or the other. I don't think that it, you, know, you can have league play or tournaments. I think there are people that do wanna go out and compete individually or compete as a doubles team. And I think there's space for both.
0: Mark, I can't have you here without getting a quick tip for three, five, four oh, players like me. You're always coming up with new ways to illustrate a point or uh, make our game better. What's something new that you've come up with lately?
1: I would say that uh, the thing I've been paying the most attention to is how often a point ends because someone controls the height of the ball poorly. Think about it. Next time you go out and you play or your listeners are out playing, just watch and watch how many times out of 10 or 20 a point ends because one person either hits the ball too low and it's in the net or they hit the ball a little too high and it gets smashed away by the opponents. Nearly every point ends because of poor height control. And so my suggestion to the 3.5 and the 4-point players out there is to really focus on being able to play that ball within one, maybe one and a half paddle heights of the net. I'm not talking about the serve or the return, but sort of the third shot onward. If you can play your shots crossing the net between one and one and a half paddle heights over the net, whether you're playing a drive, because of course any higher those drives are going out, Mm -hmm. or you're playing a drop, if you can have that great height control, you are going to win a lot of points. So my tip is height control.
0: That's a great one. Got Ween coming up. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, but we've, we're urging all local clubs to play Rally Scoring on October 31st, Wednesday, which is also Halloween. It's now Pickleball's newest official holiday, Ween. We want to have some experience. Everybody's got an opinion with Rally Scoring. We want to get some experience actually playing it. What's your take on Rally, Mark?
1: Well, my take is I will come play rally ween with you if uh, you dress up as a unicorn and I'll dress up
0: as a narwhal. <laughs> I wanted to be the narwhal.
1: Uh, you know, you, you know what? Um, where I live, we have a we live in a small town. We got lots of people who want to play. We've often got just two courts available. Uh, rally scoring is the default that we play here. So I know the traditionalists don't love it. I like rally scoring. I like that there's always action. I like that it moves along quickly. I do think that uh, there's a little more mental fortitude required in traditional scoring because going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and never scoring a point can really have sort of a mental effect. But I do think for the sort of the excitement of the game and moving along, I do
0: think that rally scoring definitely has its advantages. Awesome. We'll see what people think about it on Rally Ween, October 31st. And speaking of moving quickly, you've got a little girl who is waiting for her dad to pick her up at school. So I'm going to let you move out of here quickly, Mark. Always great to talk with you. Third Shot Sports. Check out Pickleball Coaching International and everything that Mark is up to at ThirdShotSports.com. Thanks, Chris. That was a lot of fun. Always fun to talk with you, Mark. Rallyween.com. We've linked to it in the show notes. R-A-L-L-Y-W-E-E-N.com. That will give you all the rules and playing examples, everything you need to know to participate in rally scoring on Wednesday, October 31st. If your club doesn't play that day, do it uh, day before, day after, anytime during that week. I want to get your response afterwards. I want to find out what your experience was and what your club thought of rally scoring. Is this something that maybe we should consider going forward? Also, thank you to everyone who has ordered Chris Allen's Big Dog Paddle by Engage. All proceeds going to help dog charities, specifically Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you so much. You can order that paddle or check it out at engagebigdog.com. Also visit our site, pickleballnews.com. We've got a special page dedicated to the Big Dog Paddle. That is pickleballnews.com slash big dog. I'm Chris Allen. This is The Pickleball Show.